Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, and I'd like to say I'm I'm real happy that you've chosen to listen to another episode. Yet another one. Thank you. Thank you for your time. It's such a compliment to me. It really is. And today I want to actually kind of review something that I spoke about in a previous episode. I'd like to take a look back at something called the glottal T. I looked at this way back in episode 24. I came up, there were some really good tips in there on how you can enhance that glottal T pronunciation. Some students of mine have given me some great feedback on that, saying that they really appreciated the episode and that it gave them some good kind of practice material for the glottal T, which is really good to hear. I want to give a little further practice material because the glottal T is something that is really useful in all different English accents, no matter where you are, and it's useful at all levels of English. If someone's at a beginner level of English and they're just learning about This glottal T is in the words important, certain, mountain. And if somebody's just learning English, it's kind of better that they learn the glottal T way. Then they'll know what it is. And then they won't have any difficulty understanding people in a real-life conversation who are using the glottal T. So no matter what level your English is at, beginner, advanced, intermediate, however you feel, the glottal T is a nice addition to your English. It really is. Now, before I get into exactly what a glottal T is, I'd just like to remind anybody listening to just hit that subscribe, whatever app you're on, whatever app you're on, you know, it helps me know that people want to listen. And also it helps the app know that uh, I've got something worth listening to. And then they'll expose me to more people. Well, you are a part of it. Everyone's a part of it. So hit subscribe and it's going to help this grow. It's going to help me get more listeners, isn't it? Anyway, the glottal T. The glottal T is made by using what we call the glottis. Now, I've had this confirmed by a couple of doctors as to what a glottis is. A glottis is a valve in your throat. And it's what we use when we say, "Uh uh-oh. Can I hear you say that? Uh Uh-oh. There you go. Well, the glottal T uses that same movement, just a different sound. The difficulties I'll usually find is people will pronounce a true T when they want to make a glottal T. That is overly stressing it sometimes. Another difficulty is people will sometimes omit the T altogether and just not pronounce it at all. We want to work on that too, and we're going to go over a bunch of uh, little practice exercises for you to get a good feel for it. So why make a glottal T? Well, listen to these words here. Gotten. Important. Partner. Notice I'm not really pronouncing a T in any of those. Partner. I'm not saying partner, but partner. English words will often have one stress syllable, one unstressed syllable. I've spoken about this a couple of times. Glottal T's are an example of an unstressed syllable. And when we have a T beginning an unstressed syllable, and that unstressed syllable ends in the letter N, we make a glottal T. 
There are some exceptions to this, but for the most part, that rule is, is pretty well going to get you through. You see, pronouncing a T too strong when it would normally be unstressed, it makes the word sound a little overly emphasized. Maybe the listener will feel like you're very serious, or they may feel as though you're talking down to them, you know? Like you feel like they don't understand you. Or they may feel like you're trying to overly pronounce a word to make it come out perfectly. Which just might be what you're trying to do. And the fact is, pronouncing a true T there is what is throwing the sound off. Follow this here with me real quick. We're going to take three quick steps, and these quick steps are going to get you from that true T sound to the glottal T sound. First, I'd like to hear you say, uh-oh. Then, uh-n. And finally, certain. There you go. Uh-oh, uh-n, certain. Now, if you just followed that correctly, you just said the word certain. The same way I would say the word certain, the same way most native English speakers would say the word certain. Here's an important tip. Important. An important tip. When you put your tongue into that n, the n position, like an n, you want to make sure that you hold your tongue there until the next syllable. If you move your tongue and you pronounce the vowel between the t and the n, it distorts the word a little bit. If you say certain n, it's not quite what we want. I'll hear people make that mix-up sometimes, and that's what we want to avoid. We don't want certain n, and we don't want certain we want certain. Holding your tongue in that N position. Mm, certain. The N position, by the way, is just behind your teeth. Same as the T position. Mm, if you needed a, a reference there. Let's use those three steps a few more times here and get a good feel for a few more words. First, we're going to look at the word eaten. We're not going to say eaten, but eaten. Follow me with this. Uh-oh. Uh-n. Eaten. How about uh-oh. Uh-n. Gotten. Gotten. Not gotten. Gotten. Let's do one more. Uh-oh. Uh-n. Latin, Latin. There's a nice little freebie for you. If you look up more words with glottal T's or just continue with those three, repeat that exercise. Repeat it. Repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. You'll develop a glottal T on your own. And then you'll be able to hear how Americans are using it. And you can compare your own glottal T to theirs. Isn't that useful? Now, I got another tip on glottal T's. So notice how the ones we've seen before, it's coming at the end of the word, right? Mm, mm, gotten, certain, Latin, important, always at the end of the word. Well, sometimes it's not at the end of a word. Sometimes it's in the middle of a word. We can consider words like partner. We're making that glottal stop, part, and then ner. Why is that important? 
Well, this is important information because something I'll often see people do is when I show them the word partner, I'll hear them say parten. You know, they're making a glottal stop, but they're using it in the wrong part of the word. And then they're omitting more letters. You know, they're not pronouncing the letters. So you do want to pronounce the letters outside of the T and the N. It's just the ones between the T and the N that we cut out. So let's hear partner, fitness. And here's a tricky one, maintenance. Maintenance. Tough, that one, maintenance. You can make that same pronunciation if you focus. Let's try a couple of phrases here. Can I hear Latin America? There you go. Latin. Latin America. High maintenance. What does that mean? If somebody is high maintenance, because you'll hear this sometimes. If you watch Friends, they say Monica is very high maintenance. What high maintenance means is needing a lot of work to keep in good condition. If somebody's high maintenance, it means, you know, maybe they demand a lot of attention. Maybe it means that they need you to, you know, do things for them. That's a high maintenance person. Not that that's a bad thing. That's, you know, a lot of very successful people are like this. That's very good. That's what it means. High maintenance. So, you know, think if you can use that expression in your daily life. It's another useful one. High maintenance. Maybe a house, even. A house could be high maintenance. doesn't have to be a person. could be your car. Does your car require a lot of fixing? Do you have an old car that you just don't want to get rid of because you like it? It may be a high maintenance asset. I'll give you a couple more phrases here. Just to get a little bit of practice with this glottal T sound. I've written down my top 10 Elton John hits. Try saying that. Of course, I'll write it in the description. That's what I do. I've written down my top 10 Elton John hits. I'd like to ask real quick, who is Elton John? Anybody know? Does anybody know? Probably. Maybe some of you are saying, I know who Elton John is. Others may not know. Because I've come to find a lot of non-native English speakers just don't know who he is. I suggest checking out some Elton John. I suggested it in the previous episode. But, uh, of course, Elton John, great way to practice your glottal T's, because the name alone has a glottal T in it, Elton However, he's got good music. I would suggest looking up the song called Your Song. It's nice and slow. It's a love song. Nice and slow love song by Elton John. If you want something to put on in the background, it's a, it's a really nice one. And if you listen to the lyrics, practice along, you can learn some stuff. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. But Elton John, check him out. Next one up. A button had gotten rotten cotton candy on it. Whoa, okay, that's good. That's a good one. It's got four in there. Again, check the description. I'm writing this down in the description. But let's hear that again. A button 
had gotten rotten cotton candy on it. Another good one for anybody who's traveling. Manhattan's Hilton Hotel, Hilton Hotel, has a view of Staten Island. Now, just so you know, you may hear people say Hilton Hotel. You may hear Hilton Hotel. Personally, I say Hilton Hotel. But um, it's a glottal T. So try saying it as Hilton Hotel just to get used to it. If you're staying in a Hilton Hotel right now, there's a probability that somebody listening is in a Hilton as I'm speaking. Listen to how the hotel staff refer to the hotel. They'll say this is the Hilton. They might say it's a Hilton, but the point is they won't be pronouncing it all too strong. Here's an idiomatic expression for you. Straighten something out. We got to straighten this out. Like, once things had gotten straightened out, we proceeded. This means once we understood things. To straighten something out means to get a better understanding of it. It can also mean to tidy something up. If somebody says, straighten yourself out before coming inside. It's like, you know, uh, tidy yourself up a little bit. Maybe uh, fix your hair, do your makeup, whatever. Straighten yourself out. Tidy yourself up. Straighten out the house before my friends get here. Cleaning. Another word for cleaning. How about gotten out of hand? You lost control of something. It's gotten out of hand. I don't know if that's in the other Glottal T episode. I don't think it is. But uh, you can say things had gotten out of hand when they tightened security. Things had gotten out of hand. And to tighten one's belt. Tighten your belt. That means to stop spending so much. If, if things aren't going well financially, you may need to tighten your belt. means, well, you might be losing a little weight. Your pants may be a little loose-fitting. So you got to tighten your belt. For example, we'll have to tighten our belts until I get the new job. Tighten our belts. Well, that's the long and short of it. That's the glottal T for you. Makes that N sound. It is an important sound, and I'm certain you'll need it. I'm certain it'll come in handy. So check it out. The whole reason I bring this stuff up, really, is, I mean, I, I want to improve your English confidence. You know what I mean? I want to uh, make sure that when you're speaking, you know that you're well understood. That you know you're saying things the way other people are. And I say that from experience. I mean, as someone living in a country speaking a second language regularly, I like to be understood. And sometimes I've had to learn the Mexican accent for some things. I've got to say things in a real Mexican way if I want to be understood in Spanish sometimes because that's how they do it. <laughs> you know, that's how uh, people communicate around here. So if you listen to my previous uh, episode, you know that you can do it because I told you you could do it and because... Well, it's as easy as understanding how to teach your muscles new muscle memory. And that's something that we're all capable of, because as human beings, our muscles are always learning new things. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are some people who may not be capable of it, but those people uh, may have some medical condition that I don't know anything about. But what I do know about is that the average human is consistently developing, and so... Take advantage of that. Put your development on the course that you want it to 
and learn English the way that you want to. I'm going to get to wrapping things up for today. This has been a wonderful broadcast of the Glottal Tea. And you know what, actually, I, I do have a couple announcements to make for any regular listeners. I'm going to be starting a blog. How? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know at all. I'm just going to be starting it because I've never written a blog. And why not? Why not? I think it's, uh, it'll be fun. Give people a little reading material to go alongside the podcast episodes, for one. And I mean, I'm writing this stuff anyway, right? I mean, I spend, take a few hours writing the uh, things that I teach people. So I might as well be editing that into something that can reach an even wider audience. Anyway, blog is coming. I'm, I'm going to be working on that. Um, I'm just, it'll cover the kind of stuff in classes and... Maybe even get a little more in-depth. But as a bit of a teaser for what you can expect with the blog, I am going to attach in the description of this episode a Google Doc for the Glottal T. With some of the exercises that we looked at today, plus a few others I'll add in. I'll, I'll add in a, you know some new stuff as well that you haven't heard yet or seen yet. And practice these things. Honest. If you practice them with this free material that you're getting... I mean, you're going to see some improvements. I'm putting this out there because it's it's there for you to see. So check out the description after this because this is really going to help boost things. You know, really help step it up a notch. So a blog coming and a little teaser for some of the type of stuff that you'll see in the blog. I'll, I'll attach to this episode here. Well, anyway, I'm going to get to wrapping things up for today. This has been fun. Uh... I apologize if you feel like you're ripped off because uh, I'm kind of repeating an older episode, but what the heck? You know, what the heck? Practice these things. Practice, practice, practice. And I apologize if you feel a little bit ripped off, but at the end of the day, I'm just making sure I'm putting out quality content and that people are getting a quality education from me. And if that means redoing some of the stuff, then hey, that's, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to talk about these things again. Anyway, enjoy your day, enjoy your, your breakfast and uh, lunch, enjoy your dinner. And if you're going grocery shopping, please remember to bring your own bags with you. You can bring your own bags and then we're just, you know, we're reducing a little bit of waste. A little bit less waste. It is inconvenient. I often go to the grocery store and... I'll be halfway through my shopping and I realize, oh, I forgot my bags. Forgot my bags. Here in Mexico, they stopped giving out all bags. I don't know where you are. I don't know if they stopped giving out bags where you are. But here, you can't get any of those bags in the grocery store. So, for one, don't forget. If you're walking, if you're driving to the grocery store right now, don't forget your bags in your car. Make sure you bring them with you. And if you're getting ready to go grocery shopping later, remember your reusable bags. Don't forget about those reusable bags because they're it's useful. You know, they have a purpose. You didn't just buy them to look fancy because they sure don't look fancy. But you know that you're doing something good. I use I would hate before, after grocery shopping, under my sink, I would just pile piles and piles and piles of used grocery bags from the grocery store i just stuff them all in there until they'd be bulging out every time i'd open up the doors to my sink 
all these bags falling out like an avalanche. It was way too much. I had to just tape the door shut. I couldn't, I couldn't open it anymore. And I couldn't use the sink until I got rid of the bags. Anyway, the point is, don't forget your reusable bag to go grocery shopping with. And uh, have a good one.